0: Hello and welcome. It's Monday and it's Motivational Monday by Jim and Lucy. Today we have a special guest to motivate you for this week's big Achievement and she knows well how to do it right. Welcome. It's Connie Still. How, Connie? Hi, Connie. Hi. Thank you so much <laughs> for having me on. Now, when you mentioned that about editing episode, I didn't expect I was stumbled in the first sentence. <laughs> <laughs>
1: What happens when you're a podcaster, right? You just think about all these things, trying to prep, and then you're like, "Oops." Well, it's Monday, you know. After Sundays,
0: sometimes difficult jump in and just to start pushing it. So, tell us more about uh, how you help people to redefine, find the purpose, find the passion, and how it connects to the results.
1: Well, there's really. Uh- two ways. It's, it starts with understanding fundamentally what your goal is. What is your strategic plan based on research that I've done over the years, trying to understand what's been going on with this interesting non-linearity that we're seeing in people's work and life. I really wanted to get to the root cause of why And in light of all this sort of analysis and not just quantitative research, but really started with a lot of qualitative research. And in fact, it started with interviewing people. Uh, What I learned is that when folks were able to align all of their interests, passions, experiences, hobbies, really combine them into what I call a career mashup, which is this career of the future, as I like to call it they're really able to integrate all of themselves. And that's where this future is headed, is that people want to be their whole self. And the way that they've been able to successfully do it is to create that strategic plan for themselves. So where I help is guiding people accordingly to build that necessary plan for themselves, but also for organizations to help them better understand what do their workers really want and need? Getting back to understanding your people as people so that collectively you could work together to build the right roadmap, to engage one another better, to be more productive, also attract and retain the right talent.
2: So, how does that apply? How does that apply, you think, to what we call the great resignation or where we have uh, the high potential of the job market, all of these jobs open? And so many people are reluctant to go back to the office of the way things have always been.
1: Right, right. Well, this obviously fits very much into what's been going on. Many people have chosen to leave their roles because they haven't felt fulfilled. When the pandemic hit, many realized that they were facing, uh, honestly, their mortality that we're now living in a world where uh, uncertainty is a new certainty, change is constant. And so you are realizing, wait, is what I'm doing now fulfilling? Am I happy? Is this what I want to be doing in the future? Maybe this is a time for me to explore the path that I'm really quite passionate about it. Make a pivot, test and learn my way to see if it could be a fit so inevitably you are seeing the output of that is that people are recognizing that there is potentially a different path or there's a desire to try to find a better fit for what they want out of their life because one of the key things that i had um observed is that there's a fundamental redefinition of what success is not everyone Anymore is motivated by money and title and power and that linear upward trajectory to get there. What they want is something more expansive. And when you think about it, if what success is to you is having time with your family, having time to pursue your other interests, having time to sort of find that level of happiness, in in what it is you do and align to your passions, in addition to having a steady income, then there are different ways that you can go about doing that. Yes. Which ties to also, you've probably seen this too. A lot of people having a portfolio career or parallel pathing things. In particular, it's happening quite a bit with the younger workforce. It's a default to them because they want to be able to test and learn and experiment different places out of interest to them, but it's also a way
2: to mitigate risk, right? It is, in fact, I like it earlier when we spoke, you mentioned about some of the things that, <clears throat> excuse me, that pulled you away from the your former cor- corporate career. Maybe, maybe you could share that with some of our listeners because I thought it was extraordinary because it's some, one of the things that I think all of us look for deep down inside one of those aha moments that we want to capture for ourselves.
1: Absolutely. Well, oh, about a decade ago, I decided to make my own career pivot. And candidly, this wasn't something that was necessarily planned. I was a an executive at a technology company, essentially the CMO of um, CMO of marketing, the uh, CMO um, at a tech company. And it was a very toxic environment. My children were also quite young. I had a long commute. My entire team happened to be virtual. And I realized at that point that it wasn't a fit anymore. What I thought I wanted, which was to be part of the management team and to be an executive leadership role. I thought that was it. I thought that was success and continually moving up that path was what would make me happy. And I wasn't. In fact, I was quite miserable. I felt that I wasn't successful in any of the roles that I had, whether it was being, again, this head of marketing, whether it was being a mom, whether it was being a great partner to my husband, I didn't feel I was able to bring all of myself. And so at that point, I realized I had to make a choice because for me at that time, I wanted to prioritize my life. And the path that I was going down wouldn't let me do that. So that was a decision I made to try to find a better fit for me. Subsequently, I decided to pursue independent consulting. And I was aware that that could be a path because fortunately, I had quite a few other friends who had also pursued the same as working moms. So it was wonderful to be able to learn from them and to have examples of what that could look like. But over the past decade, my own career hasn't necessarily stayed fixed. I don't think many people, their career has stayed fixed through the different experiences that I've had, through the various people that I've met. I've learned a lot about myself. I've also learned a lot about the different areas that interest me. And that led me to having this passion to understand the future of work and life, but I started my career in marketing and strategy and marketing research. So you never know where you may navigate to next, but I think what's most important is that you are open to new experiences, that you have a growth mindset and you don't ever look at what happens to you in a work situation or in a life situation where You see an outcome of something as failure. You might've had a certain expectation. It didn't go your way, but don't look at it as failure. All of those experiences help you learn and will be information to enable you to make the right next decision for you. It may not seem like that in the moment, but all of this is an opportunity for you to learn and grow through the information experiences that you'll be gathering.
2: Excellent.
1: Excellent. Absolutely. Connie, one more question.
0: The shift to flexibility started quite some time ago. And in the recent years, especially after COVID started, we see seen more and more people shifting towards freelancing or remote job or just looking for something more flexible. And oftentimes those who try to switch to like freelancing, something like that. They get disappointed in time because they're missing that stability, financial stability they had when they had a full-time job. What will be your advice under those circumstances? How to find that balance and how to find the satisfaction of doing something on your own and making it stable?
1: Well, you know, I think that's um, a really interesting point that you make where some people may have chosen that path towards being an independent worker and then have pivoted back into a corporate job because they felt they have needed the stability, but then they may flip back. And actually, in the data, what you commonly see is that people who have chosen independent paths have been in corporate before and they've gone back into. Um, a corporate job. So there's there's this back and forth and fluidity in, in changing those states. And that's okay. Because what I what I think is important for individuals to take note of is that depending on where you are in your stage of life, you have different needs. What you need right now will be different than what you may need a couple of years from now, which may be different than what you may need five, 10 years from now. I think what what's important for people to do to identify what's the right path for them is to be very clear on what ultimately your goals are. If income stability is the most important goal for you, and maybe it's not just income stability, but there's some element of job stability as defined by income because of that steady paycheck but for some people having the benefits from a company is critically important so if that's what you need in light of your life circumstances right now because you know work and life are integrated you make decisions based off that if that's what's most important for you then based on that analysis then you may find well you know working in a corporate job will be the best fit for now However, that shouldn't preclude you from potentially looking at freelance opportunities or doing a side hustle. You see several people doing it. If you can make that time, carve out the time, and it does take a level of discipline, but if that is something that is still a passion of yours and that you don't want to give up, you can do that. But again, that just requires you to create the adequate plan to say that you know a majority of my income or or the way to ensure that I can be as stable as possible is to have full-time employment, great, but then ensure that you allocate part of your time to, you know, exercising those interests that you have through a side hustle, whatever that may look like, but that's incumbent upon you to map out that plan. Well,
0: that's important insight.
2: She has some really great ideas, doesn't she?
0: Wonderful. Thank you, Connie. One more thing. Tell us more
1: about your book. Sure. So um, my book, it certainly has been a uh, passion project once it all started, but it's called Building the Business of You, a system to align passion and growth potential through your own Career mashup. It's essentially a book about the future of work from a human-centric point of view. What has been going on with us? Why have we been looking at what we want out of work and life differently and providing a very data-driven perspective on it so we could get clarity of what we're trying to achieve, which is to be our whole self, whatever that may look like. In addition, it also provides a really strategic planning framework, this five-part fluid career system to help you to start build your specific plan. At the end of the day, let's face it, all of us are products and services on the web, whether we like it or not. And we're in a constant beta state to be our best self. So we have to look at ourselves as the CEO of us. And just like companies, companies do strategic plans. You need to do one for you. So this is intended to help you operationalize how to do that, which is always hard. I think many people give you advice on how to navigate your career and in theory, you get it. But for me, it's so important to show you the steps because not everybody is taught this unless you run your own business or you worked in business or this is part of your job. Unfortunately, it's not something you learn in school. So I'm pretty passionate about helping guide people along the way.
2: You are a breath of fresh air, Connie. I'm so glad we had you here today.
1: Oh, thank you. I'm, I'm always so appreciative of any podcasts that are really open-minded and, and wanting to help people because I feel so many are stuck and want something different and are looking for great advice. So it's so wonderful that you guys have a podcast like this to offer different perspectives.
2: Indeed. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Connie. So our dear listeners, you can find link to Connie's website in the description to this episode. Go online, order her book, book a session, meeting with her, because you will not regret it, definitely.
2: Yes, she has an extraordinary book called Building the Business of You by Connie Steele, S-T-E-E-L-E. And I highly encourage you to go out and buy the book now.
0: Thank you for joining us, Connie. Thank you so much for having me. This is Motivational Monday by,
2: by Jim, Jim and, and Lucy. Follow our podcast.
0: And check out our website, JimandLucyWoods.com.